0: The Odd Pod. Odd Pod. Hello and welcome again to the Odd Pod. Uh, recently, the Max Radio team took IM1, the hugely unpopular Max Radio satirical look at island life, on the road to the Peel Centenary Centre. Uh, once again, we shocked the audiences with our wit and tenacity. Uh, so today is the first excerpt in a series of looks at IM1 A New Hope, live in Peel. Oh, and by the way, parental guidance is advised, as it was for the whole performance, to be fair. A lot of people I've spoken to recently, Sean, have said it's really difficult to tell whether the airport is actually open or closed uh, there's so little activity down there. <laughs> well, Minister Chris John-Thomas was due to join us this morning... <laughs> To help clarify the situation, by clarify, I obviously mean make considerably more complicated, but ironically he's stuck on a plane as we speak. It should have landed last night, but after circling for several hours, waiting for air traffic control, which was closed for a stag party, it's now been diverted by Ifyjet to Botswana, where it was scheduled to take a party of nuns on retreat. But, due to the wonders of AI...
1: Artificial insemination.
0: (laughs) artificial intelligence we can speak to his avatar virtual John Thomas who we're told by government is every bit as indecipherable as the real thing (laughs) to run it we just say run VT
1: run VT Minister Thomas is the airport broken
0: hello
2: good morning everyone
1: uh, quit all the nice stuff just answer the question
2: well no I wouldn't say it's broken clearly one or two windows are going a bit rusty and the lift is often out of service but
1: I was thinking more about the air service to the island rather than the building, Minister.
2: Well, we see the airport is currently being in a transition base
1: Between being good and being shite.
2: No, you've got to remember during COVID there were no flights arriving or leaving the airport for months on in.
1: The same as now, in fact.
2: I hardly think that's secured.
1: We have a letter from a listener here who travelled with her husband to Gatwick for a couple of days in London. After which she flew on to Singapore for a business trip and she flew back to the Isle of Man on the evening flight. Guess who arrived at their destination first?
2: I'd rather not.
1: Another gentleman, who we'll just call Julian, has contacted us to say, statistically, hitchhiking back to the island from London is a more reliable way than booking the evening flight out of Gatwick.
2: The department has been in discussions with if who say there have been some operational issues with the evening Gatwick flight.
1: The main issue being the planes don't actually take off.
2: In actual fact, Sean, if you look back at the air figures since the island adopted its open skies policy, it has in fact proved very successful.
1: The skies are certainly very open. There's, uh, there's no planes in them.
2: It's just a concept at the moment, but the idea is to underwrite flying lessons. T COUNCIL OF MINISTERS HAS BEEN IN DISCUSSIONS WITH OTHER AIRLINES AND ALSO CONSIDER A NEW FLY YOURSELF SCHEME. FLY YOURSELF? It's just a concept at the moment, but the idea is to underwrite flying lessons for everyone under the age of 75 on the island, so once qualified they could fly themselves to the destination of their choice.
1: Okay, uh, how much would this cost?
2: Around 425 million pounds, but if we look at the bigger picture, Sharn, this would actually work out cheaper per flight over the next five years, compared to having to bribe another airline to come here for six months.
1: And in the meantime?
2: Yes, well, of course, part of the issue, as you know, Sharon, is that the airport doesn't actually make money.
1: Is this because hardly any planes actually land there?
2: While there's inward investment, of course, we've had to invest in some new trolleys which were desperately needed.
1: What, to remove the bodies of those who died while waiting for a plane? (laughs) The odd Odd Pod.